0: What if 99% of humanity disappeared? First off, we're talking about a massive reduction in people, leaving only 80 million humans on the entire planet. But hey, don't panic just yet. Let's see how this wild ride would unfold. Imagine bustling cities turned into ghost towns, empty highways, and quiet neighborhoods. It'd be like a never-ending vacation for those left behind. Of course, there'd be some challenges to tackle, like whoops untended gas mains causing fires, and those abandoned chemical storage facilities and industrial plants might create some pollution. Oh, and let's not forget about abandoned nuclear power plants. Wild animals would be more free, and poor domestic cattle and sheep would struggle in cold northern climates. To make things worse, stored gasoline wouldn't last long because it's not so great at staying stable. Let's get to the silver lining. With only 80 million people, there would be plenty of resources. Organizing and salvaging whatever's left would be totally doable, especially in smaller countries like Belgium. They'd probably have a, hey, we got this attitude. They'd have just around 120,000 folks left all within a couple of hours drive from each other. That is of course, if this remaining 1% of the world's population is scattered around the planet equally based on countries' populations before this event happened. In this case pretty much every nation would face a similar situation imagine south korea with half a million people mostly hanging out together brazil would have two million inhabitants chilling out along the atlantic coast hopefully unlike those movies where post-apocalyptic gangs go mad the survivors would try to stick together in their old communities these resourceful fellas would band together in new family and village communities and they'd have the knowledge and skills to handle any troublemakers. Remember, we're social creatures, and we'd want to stick together to face the unknown. Well, at least we wouldn't have to start from scratch here. We'd have a major advantage. All the knowledge accumulated by humanity would still be with us. If we had electricity and internet available, we would be okay. So, would we reindustrialize? Yeah, we would. We'd have tools and machines still lying around, giving us a head start. Sure, renewable energy might be tricky at first, and we might have to rely on fossil fuels like coal, but we're resourceful, and we'd find a way to make it work. Plus, we'd have some brilliant minds with critical skills who'd step up to the challenge. This type of stuff kinda happened in real life. Think of the historical collapse events. They made an epic comeback that spanned centuries. Back in the 14th century, a plague struck and claimed the lives of up to half of all Europeans. The Middle East was also impacted, with around a tenth of the global population succumbing to the disease. Surprisingly, this devastating event had little negative impact on Europe's technological and economic progress. And two centuries later, the population eventually rebounded to how it was before. Two other instances of collapse are that of Rome and the Bronze Age. Both brought down impressive civilizations that had enjoyed technological advancements. economic prosperity and engaged in international trade. The Bronze Age collapse occurred between 1200 and 1150 BCE, leading to the fall of Mycenaean, Mycenaean Greece and Hittite, Hittite civilizations and the weakening of Egyptian and Assyrian civilizations. To this day historians remain uncertain about the exact reasons behind this collapse. Rome, once boasting over a million inhabitants and serving as the seat of the Western Roman Empire for centuries, faced a dramatic decline in the 5th century. Within a few decades, the entire empire collapsed. It took until the 1930s for Rome to surpass its previous peak population. Fortunately, there are no historical examples of collapse events that resulted in more than 20% of the global population's demise. Many aspects of our physical infrastructure, such as machines, tools, and buildings, would still be intact and usable, placing us in a far better position than in 2500 BCE. The remaining 80 million survivors would have access to the wealth of knowledge accumulated by humanity. Moreover, some individuals might hold critical professions like engineers or chemists. It's quite likely that some people would have agricultural knowledge, helping feed the population. Okay, but let's make this scenario more personal. If you woke up one day to find 99% of the population missing, it would undoubtedly be an overwhelming and surreal experience. Survival would become your immediate priority, and your actions would largely depend on the resources and skills available to you. Here's what you would probably do. You'd take a moment to comprehend what's happened. This sudden disappearance of people would be shocking and confusing your friends and family would most probably be gone too, like it happened in Avengers. Your primary focus would be securing essential survival items, such as food, water, shelter, and medical supplies. You'd need to visit nearby grocery stores, pharmacies, and warehouses to gather provisions that could last for an extended period. Then you'd need to find other survivors. I mean, many people now lack essential skills like growing food, Purifying water, or self-defense. You'd need to start learning them if there was no internet and no YouTube tutorials to rely on. Well, libraries, museums, and educational institutions have tons of information about the world and its history. Once you formed a community, you and your fellows would have to protect it like there's no tomorrow. Um, you might feel like there isn't one at that point anyway. While most technology might still work initially, you'd need to ensure the protection of power sources. To do that, you'd have to be very cautious. The world would be in turmoil, so you'd need to remain vigilant and cautious of potential dangers. Without proper law enforcement and governance, there could be risks from wild animals, natural disasters, or even other survivors who might be hostile. Now let's explore the best and worst case scenarios. The sudden disappearance of so many people would create widespread chaos, leading to mass accidents and damage. With the absence of healthcare professionals and medical supplies, diseases could spread, leading to health crises, food production and distribution systems would collapse, and food shortages and famine could become a real possibility. Looting and violence could occur since desperate people would search for resources and try to survive. The best case scenario is that after all this chaos, Survivors would eventually come together to support one another and form resilient communities. The world would have significantly fewer carbon emissions, leading to a positive impact on the environment. With a small population, resources like food and water might be more abundant and sustainable in the long run. Without the constraints of a highly populated world, people could focus on individual passions, arts, and creativity. With advanced technology still available, Survivors might start working on preserving knowledge and advancing scientific research. But overall, the world would change drastically and the future would be uncertain. Your actions and the actions of other survivors would play a crucial role in shaping the new world and determining its trajectory. Feeling like a fishing pro? Head to the nearest water body and try your luck at reeling in some aquatic treats. Now, here's an idea. Become a green thumb superstar. Plant those seeds, nurture your crops, and watch your mini-farm flourish. Farm-to-table cuisine anyone? And how about those furry friends? If you spot any wandering pets, befriend them, and you've got yourself some loyal companions. Now take a deep breath, chin up, and embrace your inner survival guru. Remember, this might be a wild ride, but you've got the spirit and the skills to thrive in this post-apocalyptic feast of life. So go out there.